The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Gitin. Masechet Gitin has been sponsored by our good friend and loyal Talmud of the Dafayomi, Mr. Haimi Dana, and his dear wife, Hashem Shmirem Vehayem. He has dedicated this Masechet according to the following principle. Our rabbis tell us that when you learn something, it can avert that item from happening. So we'd like to learn the Masechet Gitin, so it will remain in the theory of learning and never come to fruition in actuality. And therefore it should be blessed, him and his dear wife, and all of Klal Yisrael, with Shalom Bayit, and Hatzlachan Harvacha, Bechol Ma'asei Yedehem. Amen. Daf Giman. Today's daf is being studied. Learning Mishpat Marzakini Yosef Ben Sarah Marzakini Mara Yafa Bat Sarah. Begam Abraham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Beganed Amen. Berufah Shemam. Moshe Ben Dinas. Ruach Ma Batir Chal Vesarah Batir Chal. Ena Refana Lahin Fata Nefesh Ufata Gufatam Kerbalo Vechini Nasom Ben Omar. Amen. We begin today's daf on Giman Amud Rishon, and we begin. That'll be uh, three, four, five, six, seven lines down. Let us review. We are involved in a very fundamental mahlukit in the Gemara between two opinions, between Rabbah and Rabbah. And the reason why a shaliyah, that means a get from Medina Tayyam, has to say that the get was written in front of him and signed in front of him. The Rabbah, Rabbah with a hit. His reason is because in Chutz La'aris they were not Baki Lishma. That's how you remember Lishma is with the hair, Rabbah is with the hair. They were not Baki Lishma, and therefore, uh, in order to establish that the Git was written Lishma, so therefore what they say, then the she says you would ask them, oh, you saw it written. Was it written Lishma? Uh, they would say yes. If it wasn't, therefore the Git would be. Kashish, you need to verify that. Now, Rabah, with an Aleph, he said, no, the reason why I have to say, is because in the event, in the event, that the Baal is going to come and question the veracity of the get, he might come and make an Irud. Irud means he might come along and say, it's a Mizuyaf. The get is a forge. It's not, uh, it's not, it's not in my get. I don't know what you're talking about. I never divorced my wife. He's worried that the guy's going to change his mind because he has a chance to change his mind. Because the get is not a get until the shalia actually gives it over to the, uh, to the wife. So the concern is that the guy might change his mind from the time the shalia left. He might come along now and claim things are forged because he doesn't want to give the get. And now it's going to end up happening. You're going to have to verify. Now, how do you verify your get? Either you have witnesses that come along and say, oh yeah, we know the, the signatures on this get over there. Once they come along and do that, then already you verify the get. The problem is that it's not so easy to verify a get that was written in because there's not too many caravans that are traveling back and forth that are going to be able to, to verify. So when the Shaliyah says, that already is considered like a verification. So in the event that the husband questions the validity of it, the Shaliyah already is accepted. To that, the Gemara asks a very strong question. According to the Gemara, it's no reason why you have to say is because there's not going to be witnesses that around to establish the get where well, you should need two witnesses 
But you have a regular general rule over here that if you want to make Kayyem Ishtar, you want to establish the veracity of a star, you need two witnesses. And therefore, uh, the question is, how could you rely on one witness over here? The, the Shaliyah is not even a witness. Yeah, well, I guess he is a witness. He's saying, but he's only, only one guy. Which means in order to establish the validity of a star, you should need two witnesses, like a normal star, that you need what, two witnesses to testify on the uh, signatures. So Gamera Gamera says, no, now, go back to the rule we said yesterday, now that we have a general rule. Any type of situation that deals with isur, for example, marrying uh, a lady, ishit ish, and all this type of business over here, get is considered a thing of isur. It's not a monetary case over here. It's an isur case, and we have a general rule. That you believe one witness when it comes to isur veter case. So then I can trust one witness to testify on a case that has to do with uh, get. Give us right. Gemara says, wait, when do we believe in Eidehad? That's only in a case where there's no Hazaka against it. For example, you have a piece of meat in front of you. You don't know if it's Eidehad, you don't know if it's Shuman. Is it kosher or not kosher? You don't know. And there's no Hazaka on it. So therefore, an Eidehad can come and solve my dilemma. Again, Yisur Veter, right? Kosher, not kosher. Edehad Neiman. However, we do not take an Edehad to believe in a case where it's going against a Hazakah. It's going against an establishment. Which means here, the lady has a Hazakah, she's married. She's Ishit Ish. You want to tell me on the, bound, uh, on the, on the word of one witness that can go against the Hazakah? doesn't work that way. Edehad does not go against it. Hazik Isura. And therefore, we go back to the regular rule of what? Shnei Aydin. Like we have a regular rule that says, Kod Avar Anything that has to do with irva, like marriage, things like that, you need two witnesses. They learn that from the Gizra, Shavad, Davar, Davar. It says the word Davar by Mamon, monetary. We know you need two witnesses by monetary cases. It says the word Mamon by irva. So the Gemara's question again is very simple. According to Rava, that you told me one Shalia is enough to say before I nechlam, before I nechlam, in order to establish the veracity of the gate. What do you mean? Lechalesh, you need two witnesses. And don't tell me, because that's only when there's no Hazakah, but this is going against Hazakah. So Kazi Gebran says, Hadush, Bedinu, Dibikiyum shtarot nameh, lo levi'eh. Which is really, even on a regular monetary shtar, when a shtar is presented in front of Betin, Minat Torah, you really do not have to even verify it. Which means, any star that comes to Beitim with two witnesses on it, the assumption is that the star is kashir. It does not need a verification. Witnesses that sign their name on the star, we look at it as if that their testimony was interrogated in the betin, which means that everything went through betin, and then we assume that the star is legal. Why do you do that? Rashi says, People are not mehutsaf, are not brazen to forge a star. And therefore the assumption is, if two witnesses signed on a star and a guy produced a star like that, a guy's not going to come along and for, that's already a tremendous chutzpah to make a star out of nowhere. So therefore really this opinion, that says, really in a Torah, when a star is presented in front of Beitin, you got to assume the veracity is automatic. Oh, the rabbis came along and said, you need two witnesses to verify a star. It's a rabbinical law that you need, kiyum starot. Oh, and over here the rabbis lightened up their law because you're dealing with a situation of 
potential aguna, which means if you're going to mandate now you need two witnesses to, to, to verify the star, so now you might have to wait a lot of time till you find that second witness. What's going to end up happening to this lady over here? She's not going to be able to get married. She's going to be aguna. So therefore the Gemara is coming along to say that really you wouldn't need anything from the Torah law. With pinnacle law you need two people to verify a star. Now why don't you need anything to verify a star? Because when a star is presented in front of Beitin, the assumption is the guy didn't forge it. Two witnesses are on it and you got to assume it's kosher. Oh, rabbis came along, no, you need to verify. But when do you need to verify? Only in a regular case. But in the case of uh, Gittino, it will even suffice with one guy. Even if the Shaliyah himself says, his verification is going to be sufficient because we don't want to keep the lady tied up. So when the Gemara comes along and says, what are you talking about? Gemara is the same question that I had on yesterday's day. If you tell me this is a leniency, that one will take the testimony of one witness, the Gemara says, is that a leniency or is that a stringency? Why? The Gemara is saying that as a result of now you being lenient to only trust the Shaliyah and say, that's not a leniency, that's a stringency. Why? Because now you're leaving the get vulnerable because in the event that the husband is going to uh, question the veracity of the get, he's going to come along and say it's a forge. So he's saying it's a forge. One witness is saying it's good. It's one against one. What do you do with one against one? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a push. And therefore what? The get is not going to be a get. If you would mandate two witnesses, at least you'd, 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 you'd stave off that situation. If the guy would come along and say the get is mirunad, the get is mizuyaf, I mean, so then already you have two witnesses to go against him. But now that you're being lenient to say it's only one witness is enough, so there's going to be a, 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 a comes out of stringency. So comes the Gemara and says, Kevan the Amar Mor, Bifnei Kama Nun Nola, the Bi Yochanan and the Bi Hanina have since the law is that that shaliyah has to give the get not in front of the lady alone she has to give it in front of two witnesses or he has to give it in front of three witnesses so therefore that shaliyah is going to make certain before he gives that get over that that husband really wanted to give that get he's not going to um, uh, uh, take a chance over there to ruin his reputation as shaliyah, to give a get, and all of a sudden the husband's going to be able to come along and say, oh, the thing was a faker, and they're going to find out that the whole the shaliyah was, was, uh, didn't do, do his uh, due diligence. And since he knows he's going to have to give it in front of witnesses, he makes certain that the get is a good get. And therefore, even if the husband's going to come and question the veracity of the get, you're going to believe the, the shaliyah. Because whenever you have a semara midag daik, that he's, he's, he's careful, so his ne'emanut is even stronger than the ne'emanut. So even if it's only, even though it's one guy, and the husband comes and says, nah, nah, what are you talking, uh, the, the thing is a fake. Sorry, if the shaliyah took this gate from Medina Tayyam, and uh, he brought it uh, this far, you got to assume that what? He knew that at the time you gave the gate, it was a good gate, and you were wanted to give it, and therefore, it's not going to come a, a string, uh, it's not going to come a stringency out of this law. On the contrary, a leniency of one witness uh, will be a, 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 a leniency. Comes the Gemara and says, but now we go back to a, a more basic point. Now we explain both shittah. Now we have to explain why each rabbi did not hold like the other rabbi. Why did the rabbi not say like the rabbi? Why did the rabbi not say like the rabbi? The Gibra begins that. Gibra says like this. The rabbi, my Rava, why didn't he hold like the rabbi? Because why doesn't he subscribe to the opinion that we we suspect that maybe the get is not written the Shema? Why doesn't Rava go with that? So Gemara says, "Amalecha mi ketani b'fanai nichtav l'shma 
If Lishma was the issue, the statement that the Shaliyah would have to really say should be, How come they just make the witness say, or the Shaliyah say, If it was an issue of Lishma, you missed the main word. The main word is Lishma. The guy should come along and say, Hey, I'll tell you, I sort of get written Lishma. From the fact that that word is not in the, uh, in his, uh, in his, in his, uh, terminology, that must be that the issue of here is not Lishma. Well, how's Rabbah going to answer that? Verabah bedinu delitniyache. Really, you're right. Uh, logic would dictate that you really should have to say the word Lishma. Ela, but what are we worried about? Di'im avshat l'dibura. The more words you give the shaliyah to say, what are you concerned? Atel migziya. The more words you're going to come to say, he's going to come and forget the words. He's going to come and mess up. And what's the problem if he comes and messes up? So that she says, Atel migziya. Almost like a third of the way on top. Delo yomar kulihu. He's not going to end up saying the whole phrase, Bifanai nikhtav lishma, Vamrinan de kaman, Kula meshanem batbaya shetavu hakamim begitin, Havadad mamzir. Which means that we have a rule that if the guy doesn't say the uh, phrase the right way, it's illegitimate. The get is going to be pasul, and then the, if she gets married, the children are memzirin. So we don't want to take a chance. The less, the better. The more words you give the guy, the more a chance he's going to make, and he's going to mess up on the terminologies. So the Gemara comes along and says, Well, you tell him the guy to say, and if the guy's going to start forgetting words, he'll forget, uh, they'll forget those words uh, as well. So comes the Gemara and says, No. Which means, one out of three words, a person can leave one word out. But one out of two words, he's not going to forget a word. Which is, if you tell the guy to say, He might forget the word Lishma. And if Lishma is part of the terminology and he forgets it, so that's Mishanei, changed from the terminology. But you don't assume that a guy is going to forget one out of two words. Or which is both those phrases, which are independent phrases, you got to assume that the guy can remember two words without messing up. But to tell him to say three words, if, if that becomes part of the text, that word, now you're already in trouble. Because now if he forgets the word, he's changing from the text of the Hakamim, and therefore now the get is not a get. So therefore, as she says like this, he offers two explanations when he says, oh, but the guy didn't say the word Lishma. So either the explanation is when he says, it's implicit, what is he saying? It was written in front of me, meaning it was written, Lishma. That's exactly, well, otherwise, why is he saying that? Or the Pshad is that when he says, we're going to ask him if, oh, it was written in front of you? Good. Uh, could you tell me, uh, you know, was it written Lishma? Lishma always means, was it written for the sake of the lady that her name is in the gate? And he'll come along and say yes. So that will prompt us to, to lead to the point of uh, Lishma. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Hada mitlat tevot. What are the three words? Kegon. Mefanai nichtav lishma gaiz. The person will drop a word. He'll drop the third word. Hada metarte kegon. Mefanai nichtav. Two words. Lo gaiz. Umemela shailina. And then automatically, once he says mefanai nichtav, we'll ask him. In nichtav lishma. Ve'amar in. And he'll tell us yes. Or iname stama kamasid stama. The guy says befanai nichtab. What is he referring to? He must mean that he's referring to lishma. Miu befanai nichtab or befanai nichtam at zrucha nichtiba b'chatima ba'ina lishma. Wow. According to this opinion, not only does the kitiba have to be lishma, 
the writing of the get, but the signatures also have to sign the get the Shema as well. Therefore, that's why he has to make two statements: Bifanai Nichtav and Bifanai Nichtav, like the Gemara is going to say uh, later on. And therefore, that's two separate uh, statements. So therefore, it's like two words and two words. Therefore, you assume that the guy's not going to mess up and forget a word in the Bifanai Nichtav statement and the Bifanai Nichtav statement. Comes the Gemara and says. The Rabbah, Rabbah, that's the whole reason why I had to say the Fanai Nechtam, Fanai Nechtam, is because of the Shema. My Tama lo Amar Kirava. Why does he go with Rabbah's reason? Rabbah's reason is, again, get clarity. He's worried that the husband is going to challenge the veracity of the get. Nobody's going to be able to verify. So therefore, that one witness over there is going to be able to, that one Shaliyah is going to do the verifications. Amar Lecha, Imken, Nitni Bifanai Nechtam Vetula. Bifanai Nechtam Lamali. Which means, if your whole business was that you want to make sure that the witnesses are kosher, that the witnesses signed the gate, you want to, you want to, you want to make the start. The main item you should say is That's the main item. Which means the the, the guys that said, I saw the witnesses sign. It's their signature. That's the main item. What are you making him say that the gate was written? Well, no one's challenging uh, the gate. No one's challenging the writing of the get. Ella must be from the fact that you make the guy say befanai nichtav, and we know that to be kitivan lishma. So the befanai nichtav tips us off that the main issue we're concerned about is what lishma. Again, if you're not worried about lishma, if you're only worried about the validity of it, just let the guy come along and say befanai nichtav, which is I saw the signature sign it. It's their handwriting. It's them. Whatever it is, and therefore that's enough. So therefore that's Rabbah's claim against Lava. What are you saying according to befanai nichtav? So comes Gemara and says, it's a good question. Gemara says, you know what? Uh, let's just read the... Uh... Yeah, okay, exactly like we said in Nashi. Comes Gemara and says, You know what? Really, you're right. According to Rava, technically it should really be enough just to say, If if you're just going to let the guy come along and say, this one shaliyah, this one ayad, I saw the witnesses sign it, uh, and, and you're going to kosher to get on that, we're worried that from this, it'll lead us to trust one witness by other shtarot. And we learned already that midrabanan, you need kiyum shtarot, you need to witnesses. So therefore, just by saying, yeah, I, I, I saw the witnesses, I saw the signatures. So, oh, and, we're gonna, and the rabbi is going to say, oh, you saw it? One guy? No problem. So the people can come and say, oh, one minute is enough to make shtarot, they're going to come make other shtarot. So therefore, what's the, what did the, the rabbi solve this over here? They did something, they added terminology here. By saying, b'fanay nikhtav, u'b'fanay nikhtav. When the people say, what did they say, b'fanay nikhtav, what's that got to do anything? So, oh, it must be get is different. So th- those words, b'fanay nikhtav, are really just extra words to remind everybody, and this is a get law. Which is, it's not just about the Hatimut. Because if it was just about the Hatimut, you said, you can make a mistake between this case and another case. So they do an extra word. So when the guy, when the guy comes to me, he says, it was written in front of me, and it was signed in front of me. So people are going to say, what is he saying? Oh, must be the rabbis made him say those words. This is different over here. So they're not going to come to confuse get to other shtarot. Look at Nashi. Look at Nashi. Which means, 
Which is if one witness is coming along and says, I recognize the signatures of the Edim, you might come along and say, well, just like get you believe him, so too by, uh, by, uh, by, by regular shtar. That's why you make the guy say, those extra words are going to show us that to get is a separate case. That's why I make him say these terminologies. So it comes again, what on says, not so fast. I'm worried about the extra terminology. Yeah, what it means. But you're not worried about it? For the Agonat case? What do you mean, Agonat case? Oh, that, that's what comes out. If he, if he forgets, but Fanani Club, the Gemara says that two words he doesn't really mess up on. Two, two, it's two and two, but it's two separate uh, situations. Good point. Comes the Gemara and says now. Gemara comes along and says, Vera comes along and says, Is it really analogous? Which means, he says like this What are you telling me that the whole reason why you say Fanai Nichtav is in order so I don't come to mistaken the get case? To another case. Rabbah comes along and says, a get is not similar at all to a regular shtar. Which means inherently the laws are different. So I'll never come along and say, just because I allowed one witness by a get to, to verify it, I'm going to come to verify it by other shtarot. Because they're different. Why they're different? So Rabbah was able to find three differences between the way a get works and the way a regular shtar works. And he says, Three differences, let's go through one at a time. The first difference is by a regular shtar, it's enough for witnesses to come along and say yad'inan. What do you mean yad'inan? They come along and say, hey, we know, we know the signatures. Once they say yad'inan, that's fine. However, over here, they actually have to say the words bifanai nihtam. So that, that, that's a different terminology. Which is once already you see that the guy has to say the words bifanai nihtam. He's got to say those words, and it's not enough for him just to say like a regular case of shtarot that what, I know the witnesses. So already it's different. Number two, there's a difference. That she says the second difference. Haka isha mehemna. A lady is believed by a get. What's that case? get Let's say the lady was the shaliyah. She's a shaliyah. She's bringing the get to a friend. Now, but a lady is not trusted to verify other starot. Thirdly, which means the guy himself who's the Baal Davar of the star. He's not believed to verify the witnesses. He's the guy. Of course he wants to verify the witnesses. He's not believed to come along and say, yeah, with somebody else, oh yeah, I know those uh, witnesses. But you're a ba'adavan. Of course, you're, 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 you're not objective. However, by get, ha'cha ba'adavan me'eman. Ha'isha atzma. Mevi'a et gita me'medinat hayam. The lady herself. The husband can give the lady the get. And say, go bring it to Israel. When you get to the Beit, that's when the get is going to be hal. Betorat shiriyot. Meaning she can be the shaliyah herself. Kegod damal abala altet garshibi. I don't want you to get divorced to me. Ela bebetin ubelvad shetes rikar lomar befanayin yachtav befanayin yachtav. So the lady herself is able to say she's her own shaliyah. She just said, "Husband came along and said, 'I'm giving you the get.'" 
you're the shaliyah for who? For, for you. But I don't want the get to be hal until you get to Eretz Yisrael. Okay, now she brings the get to Eretz Yisrael. The get is saying, I don't even know this get is good get. So she'll come along and say on her own. So you see that a get is able to be verified even by the the person that's involved herself. What Nabal is basically coming on to say, why would I confuse if I believe one ed by get, that I'm going to come to believe one ed by other shtarot. There's three major differences between the two items. Number one, this case, by get, she has to say, or he has to say, whereas by other shtarot, it's enough to say, we know the signatures. Number two, the lady can be uh, the shaliyah, uh, right, the shaliyah can be the lady, and she can say, for her friend. Mashiachin, it cannot be, you cannot say the lady to testify in verification of the star. And number three, the lady herself is able to be her own shaliyah. And therefore, what Nabaz is basically saying, I don't buy into what you're telling me that the reason why you're saying B'fanayin Nikhtav is so I won't confuse this to other cases. I won't confuse it anyway because the cases are inherently different. Gemara says, no. Which means, Rava comes along and says, no, you're mistaken, Rava. Over here, you're right. Two out of the three cases that you mentioned, there are difference. When it comes to the lady cases, I can't argue with you. Uh, a lady cannot make kiyum shtarot, uh, you know, verify other shtarot. A lady cannot bring the shtar itself when she's the baal davar and testify. And I agree with that. But you're wrong when it comes to the fact that you don't have to say the words b'fanai nihtam necessarily, which is if the shaliyah would come along and say, I know these witnesses, that would work, by the way. That she says, Atu, look at the bottom nashi, Atu haka ki amari yodaya ani milo me'eman, which is the whole purpose of this shaliyah is what? To verify the shtar. What's the if he says, I saw the signatures? Or what's the if he says, I know the signatures? And since, oh, we found a major similarity between regular shtarot and a get. If you didn't add the statement, so Rabaz basically saying there is similarities. And therefore, if you would just say, you'd say, oh, one witness is enough uh, to verify a get? So one witness must be the kosher to verify a regular star. And you know why? Because there are similar cases. Because even if the guy didn't say b'fanayin yachtam, even if the guy just would have said, oh, I know the witnesses, we would believe him, just like we would believe him by a regular star. So by saying the extra words, b'fanayin nikhtav, oh, that already shows that the get is, the, they're making him do something different by get. Because a regular star, don't have to say b'fanayin nikhtav, that the, get, the, the star was written in front of me. By adding those words, you're trying to say, oh, this case must be, Different, which is even if the guy, let's say, would come to Betin and he would say, I know these signatures. Not enough. We're going to make him say, and it was signed in front of me. And, or it was written in front of me. So once already you must sleek that, that already shows you that the cases are different. Nobody's going to come to make a mistake. Comes the Gabbard and says, oh, Now we get to a, a, another basic point. The point over here is like this. According to Rabbah, it seems you need two parts of the get to be lishma. 
Number one, the writing. When the Sufer writes, when he's writing the names, right? This husband, divorcing that lady, it's got to be for those people that are involved. And it seems also the signatures have to be also signed, L'Shem, the people that are in the get. That's why you have to say, B'fanai Nechtav, U'b'fanai Nechtam. That you need lishma on both the Ketiva of the get and on the Hatima of the get. So the Yabura says, Ud Rabah. Could you show me which Tana in Shas holds that you need Lishma on both the Kitiba and the Hatima? That Rabaz telling Rabaz tell me you need to say before I nechtam, before I nechtam. So the Gemara starts. Ir bimir. Well, if you tell me to bimir, bimir is the shita that says what makes a get. The get is made by the signatories, which means quantum meir. He's going to learn the shita later on. He holds hatima karte that the main item that makes a get valid is the fact that it has uh, signatures. Okay, now so hatima kitiba lo even the Bimi'ir that says it's the signatures, he says the main thing is the Hatima that needs Lishma. But he does not hold that the Ketiba needs Lishma. Look at the Prashi. The main item of the star is the Hatima. Hatima Lishma When it says the V'chatav doesn't mean the actual writing of the get. V'chatav means the signatures have to be the Shema. Kedektan lekaman. Like we're going to see uh, immediately. Katav get al amechubat. The law is going to say like this. Let's say a guy wrote a get on something that was attached to the ground. Let's say you have a leaf. It's going from the ground. The guy wrote the get on the leaf. It was attached to the ground. It said, and then what? He pulled it off and gave it to, the, to his wife. Kashir. The Torah says and the rabbis learn from there. Which means from the Torah we learn that there cannot be a separation between the writing and the giving. Here, when you wrote it on something attached, you wrote, you got to pluck, and then you got to give. So the question of the Gemara is that cannot be good. How can you tell me it's kasher? Because the Bimi'ir learns that when it says kitiva, kitiva doesn't mean the writing it again, it means the signing of the get. And therefore, even though you wrote it when it was attached, then you plucked it, then you signed it, then you gave it, so there is no break in the action between the kitiva and the netina. So from there you see that the Bimi'ir holds when the Torah says vechatav, kitiva is really hatima, from the fact that you see him saying that it's kasher. To write the get on mehubar on something attached, pull it out and give it. How can that be? You're breaking between the kitiba and the, and, and the netina. You're not. Because the kitiba is the hatima. And therefore, if you wrote it attached, pulled it out, signed it, that's the kitiba. So there's no there's no break between the hatima and the netina. That's just showing you that the bimir holds that the kitiba of the Torah is the hatima, like the Gemara says. Ditnan. Second line, and kodvim b'mechubah lekarka. You're not allowed the katayla to write a get on something that's attached to the ground. Ketavo ala mechubah lekarka. Let's say you did it. Talsho, you pulled it out of the ground. Hatmo, then you signed it. Vinatnola, kasher. 
So what do you see from over here? That when the Torah says, Vechatav venatan, that there cannot be a subpoint ketiva, that the ketiva must be hatima, that's all you need to be lishma. And it says, Vechatav la. La lishma. Only by the hatima. So the girl says, fine. Rabbi Meir cannot be the author of uh, the Mishnah, according to Rabbah. I Rabbi El-Azhar. Also, maybe it's Rabbi El-Azhar. Now, look at that. She explains that she taught Rabbi El-Azhar. V'i Rabbi El-Azhar, da'amar b'deoraita get she'en edaf hatumin alav kashir. Alma v'chatav ketibai demashma. Which is according to Rabbi El-Azhar. He says, you know what next to get? Edem esira kartet. He says, you need two witnesses to see the get being given over. That's the main item of the get. Torah, you don't need signatures. The only reason why you have signatures on a get is just to testify that it was given over in front of two. So really the main item is what? The Eideh Mesira. But the signatures of the get are not the item that makes the get. The validity of the get comes from the two witnesses that watch it being given over. Oh, but how you can know that the witness this? So you sign, but the signing doesn't make it. The signing just tells us about the two witnesses that were there to watch it. Good. Oh, but the Torah says, Vechatav. Vechatav la. Oh, that means the B and the Ezra says, you're right, you don't need witnesses, but you need the writing of the get to be Lishma. So therefore, according to the but you don't need Hatima Lishma. You don't need Hatima at all. Forget about Lishma. So therefore, it can't be the Bini Aizah. That's what the Gibran says. The E, the B, El Azar. And the B, El Azar, Hatima Lo Ba'eh. Vichi Tema. Maybe you'll come along now. Let's give the technique on the Vichi Tema. We've done this many times, but it's worthy just to go over you sometimes once in a while. The technique. Vichi Tema always is going to be rejected. Which means, if you're going to tell me your potential answer, I'm going to reject it. So right away, you know, it's not going to stand that answer. Maybe you're going to come along and say, but the technique is, you always have to first learn the answer, and then figure out why it was rejected. So here it was. Maybe I'll tell you really the author of uh, the Mishnah called Nabba is what to be Al-Azhar. Maybe that which be Al-Azhar, you don't need witnesses in the gate, that's Midoraita. But maybe he holds that you need witnesses in the gate. And therefore, once you need witnesses in the gate, you need them to be lishma. And therefore, uh, you know, that, that, that's what it means. It's impossible. There are three gates that are pasul. According to the rabbis, and you see clearly from that argument, which we're going to see immediately, that the bi el azar holds you don't even need midrabanan a hatima lishma. How do you know? Ditnan, we have a mishnah. Let's read the mishnah. Shlosha gitin pesudin. There are three types of get that are pasul. But if the lady got married with that get, the children are going to be kasher. Meaning it's, not, it's a get that's not kasher, we don't get married. But if she got married with the abad, the children are not going to be mamzerim. Now let's see the three, uh, the three cases. So when it says, Shloshagiti pisrin, it means like a tehila. But with the abad, it's okay. Katav bichtav yado. First case. Let's say the Baal wrote the get in his own handwriting. Ve'en alav edim. But he didn't sign it. Now usually there's nothing, nothing stronger 
that when the the guy himself writes in his own handwriting, he's 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 committing himself to the. It's like a guy writes to start. I owe a million dollars. That's the best thing in the world. It's his uh, handwriting. He's he himself is telling you he owes it. So if a person writes a git and he says I oh, yeah, so and so whatever it is, however there's no edim on the uh, on the start as she says nothing. Yes, I'll have edim. Or let's say no, there is edim on the start the inbozman, but they didn't write the date. In the shtadl, date is very important again, because as a result of a date, it's going to affect monetary. Because uh, as a result, you have to know exactly from what time already she's able to start collecting her kituban things like that. And Gemara is going to discuss why. Yesh posman ve'en bo ela edehad. Or let's say the date is written, but there's only one witness. Bottom line, all these three gets are pasu ve'in the set. Havalad kasher. Rabbi el Azar Omer. Afapi she'en alav edim. Ela she'natnula b'fnei edim kasher. Rabbi el Azar comes along and says, I argue on you. I hold, even if there's no edim at all, forget about one witness. Even if there's no edim at all on the star, the get is kasher ve'govem nechassim m'shu'badim. And what? He can even, uh, she can even collect now from properties that have leans on them, which means she can go now to the real estate and she come along and collect her ketubah uh, on such a get. She'en ha'edim hotmim ala get ela mepene tikun ha'olam. Rabbi Azaz says very clearly, the only reason why they sign on a get is tikun ha'olam. Now what is tikun ha'olam? Look at the bottom uh, rashi, tikun ha'olam. Sheme yamutu edim. ושוב אין לו עדות לפיכך נהגו לחתום תמיימותו תראה חתימתם לעדים אחרים ויכירו Now we have to understand exactly what this תיקון עולם means over here which means like this עדים that are signing on a get do you need עדים on a get? absolutely not the main thing you need is two witnesses watching now why are they signing on it? so the case is like this let's say the עדים מסירה would die Okay, so now, and nobody signed the get. So therefore, without any signatures, there's no raya that this get over here is legitimate. Now that you have witnesses that signed it, at least you have a raya that the get is a kosher get that was given. Which means like this. According to Rabbi Azar, a get without witnesses kasher, like a ta'ila is no problem, give it, it's kasher, now it's kasher. You can even use that get to get paid now from the Khazim Mishrubadim. That's usually real estate. Real estate is called Mishrubad because a person can put a lien on real estate. She can go like this and say, that real estate that you bought from the husband, I have a lien on it. It's coming to me first. He had no right to sell it to you. Amai Ketubah precedes your, uh, your sale. And therefore she can go along and collect it, even though there's no witnesses. But I, even I agree that you have to write witnesses in a, in a shtar. You have to write witnesses in a, in a thing, but only because tikkun olam. What's tikkun olam? In the event that, let's say, the Adem Mesirah die. So now you really have no proof that this gate was ever given over. Right? The husband come along and say, I never gave the gate. Well, bring the Adem Mesirah. They're dead. And then go prove it. So they would only write a demon in the star as like a backup, just in case the Adem die. At least there's two witnesses that testify that the gate was given over correctly. But they don't make the gate. The gate is made by the Adem Mesira. So we're back to the question. Rabbah, you said you need to say, Bifanai nikhtav, u bifanai 
נחתם תצמס ויעיד כתיבה וחתימה לשמה הקוינטר בי מאיר יעוני כתיבה לשמה הקוינטר בי עזר יעוני ניד סורי, הקוינט רבי מאיר, יעוני ניד יהיה חתימה לשמה. הקוינט רבי עזרי ניד כתיבה לשמה. But we haven't found the rabbi that says you need both כתיבה and חתימה לשמה. תראה תגמרא answers. ואלה, now the technique of an אלה is, it rejects a premise that we said before and offers an answer. ואלה, the premise before was it's not רבי מאיר. Now we're going to come along and say it is Rabbi Meir. Ve'ela Rabbi Meiri. Ve'chilo ba'e Rabbi Meir ketiva l'shma medeoraita medrabanan ba'e. Which means the Gemara is really concluding and saying, you know what? You're right. Medeoraita Rabbi Meiri says you don't need to have ketiva l'shma, but medrabanan you need to have it l'shma. Oh, so comes the Gemara and says, what do you mean? Ve'ela. Let's say you found the get in the garbage dump. That means the get already was written. It's written for this guy, for that lady. And all the guy picked up the good thing from the garbage can. He got two kosher witnesses, they signed it lishma, even though it was written shalom lishma, what's the deen? Kashir. So you see why? You don't tell me to be meeting, says you need kitiva lishma medrabanan, because how can he matir a get that's written in the garbage can that he says it is? Kashir. Oh, vichi tema ana midoraita kamatnina na. Maybe you say all that Braita was saying is midoraita to get this kashir. Maybe when it says kashir, it means midoraita. The Gemara says, Iyache, Omer Ayar Bimir, Devar Torah Mebe'ele. The Brayta should have been explicit then. The Brayta should have said that the Bimir says, Mina Torah such a get is kashir. From the fact that the language was, the Bimir says, the get is kashir, it's much kashir even on the rabbinical level. So therefore we're, we're still stuck with the question, who is Rabbah subscribing to when he says you have to say Bifanai Nechtav and Bifanai Nechtav? Let's just read the top Rashi. Iyache, Omer Ayar Abimir, Devar Torah Mevaile, Kelememar Da'avile L'Rav Nachman Da'amorahu, which means Rav Nachman is an Amorah. He's quoting the Bimir, the Tanah. So, Lefirushal Lemiltah, Delotipik Chorba Mineh, when an Amorah is explaining the words of the Tanah, it's maybe you got to be very careful in explaining the words of the Tanah so he doesn't bring destruction to the world. Which means, you can't just say, Kashir, and you really meant, well, I meant Kashir in the Torah, but Midrabaran is Pasul. That's a very vague statement that can lead to Mamzerim, Has V'Shalom. Midrabaran. Therefore, you got to be very explicit. So he says, From the fact that Rav Nachman the Amorah, when he quoted the Torah, he just said Kashir, you got to assume that he meant Kashir on all levels, even on the rabbinical level. So therefore, we got to see in the next daf exactly what Rabbah was saying. Amen, amen.